go, bub. What's good, party people? It's your boy, Bert, coming on behalf of the Brothers of Thunder podcast. I hope you're blessed, because I'm blessed, because I get to talk to you one more time. Today, we're going to be talking about regeneration and how that um, applies to us as Christians. We're also going to um, do a study on the regeneration of uh, X-Men that we all know as Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine is one of my favorite X-Men, um, as far as the good guys, anyway. Because um, Magneto and Omega Red are a couple of my favorite characters as well. But um, Wolverine is actually named James Howlett. He um, actually goes by the name Logan. Um, he's actually over 100 years old, actually fought in uh, a couple world wars. He actually was fighting in Vietnam and all those types of things. Uh, he actually fought beside uh, Captain America and Nick Fury. Um, and so uh, he's actually really old. And the reason why he can uh, actually age and still look like a 20-year-old is because of regeneration of his um, being his uh, mutant power. So having that type of power physically would be awesome. Like we could like heal from diseases. We ain't got to worry about our backaches. Like we ain't got to worry about being sick. Nobody would ever have to call out sick. Um, there would be attendance in school going up because everybody would just be able to just feel better automatically. And that's the same thing that we talk about spiritually with regeneration. Like, we actually regenerate from our old selves into a new creature through Christ. Um, basically, let's talk about how regeneration works. So, basically, you get saved, right? Um, you go up to the altar, you know, you give your life to Christ, and then regeneration automatically starts happening. Um, it's not one of those things where, oh, man, you got to take five steps to get to it. It's, all, it's automatically in the salvation package that you get. Um, just think of it like um, when you eat a sandwich, right? You know, you have different condiments. You have lettuce, tomatoes. You have different types. Whether it's a veggie sandwich or, you know what I'm saying, you know, a full-on hero or a hoagie. When you bite into it, every ingredient you put between those two pieces of bread, they're always, you know, going to be inside that one bite. You feel me? So as soon as you get saved, like every gift that comes to you, God doesn't withhold anything from you. Because if he was willing to give up his son, like how the Bible says, then why would he withhold any gifts from you? Now, true, you have to mature those things. Just like you think of a seed. Like a seed has everything it needs to, um, if it's a, for a tree, it has everything it needs to be a tree. It just needs to be nurtured and grown. And it's the same thing with your spiritual gifts and anything else that God promises. Like he waters it and the Holy Spirit helps grow it. And then, you know what I'm saying, it becomes even bigger than what it is. But as soon as you get saved, all those things are already inside, you feel me? So, with regeneration, that's like, you know, they have this thing where they talk about um, the order of, uh, of salvation. And I think that's number four on that list of things. But it's, you know, all of them come in that package, right? And so, with regeneration, um, you hear the term a lot in churches nowadays. It's called being uh, born again, right? So, being born again... Um, we see this actually in John chapter 3, uh, verses 3. Um, well, it's the whole, you know, and it talks about Nicodemus. Now, he was a Pharisee, and he was um, a ruler of the people, right? Like, um, actually, Nicodemus is actually, it's funny that he's a Pharisee that's a ruler over the Jews, right? <laughs> but his name is actually Greek, and it means uh, victor over the people. And so... Nicodemus came to Jesus at night, which is already weird because who goes to meet somebody late at night? You know what I'm saying? Because that meant like he was not trying to be seen with this dude. Because you know everybody was already because Jesus wasn't as popular as 
he would want to be with somebody that he usually would hang out with, right? So he goes to Jesus to get uh, information from him. And the thing that is makes this so powerful, it's like, think of your favorite rapper, right? And asking another rapper that nobody else likes to ghostwrite for him. Same thing with uh, Nicodemus. Like, he is a teacher of teachers. Like, he's a teacher of Israel. Like, nope, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? If he don't know, it's not meant to be known. And he's going to Jesus to talk to him about what must he do. You know what I'm saying? So that's a big, big thing. That's like, you know, if you had the president come to your house and ask you what to do next. Like, you're supposed to know what to do. You're the leader of the free world. Like, why are you coming to me? Like, it's the same thing. And so him coming to Jesus, especially at night, was a big thing. And so it was just like, you know, when Jesus told him, well, you have to be born again. It was a, it was a, something that took Nicodemus back. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, if we had a moral checklist, like Nicodemus checked all of the moral uh, marks. He made all of them. And so it's like for him to be like something that he's lacking and it's like a very big thing to be born again. That's a very, 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 very huge thing for him to have to understand because he was acting like he didn't understand it when Jesus first said it. But we all have to be born again because um, basically like we're dead spiritually and we have to come back to life um kind of when you think about in ezekiel when it talks about the uh dry bones it's kind of you know basically like that like we're we're like that like you know because we're stuck in this world and its ways and there's no way for us to get out of it like we're actually trapped behind that and we can't start making better decisions now you morally can you know what i'm saying start doing better things you know what i'm saying you can smoke less cuss less you know Maybe you stop cussing children out or maybe you stop kicking puppies or maybe, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, stop hitting people with cotton. Like, you know, whatever you're doing, you stop doing it. It still doesn't make you spiritually alive. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't even make you less dead. Like you're still dead. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you, it doesn't change anything. So we see that a lot nowadays that we always try to make ourselves a better person, especially because New Year's was just like, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're rounding close to uh, March now, but January, every year we try to make ourselves a better person. I'm not going to do this anymore, and I'm not going to do that. But you always see that we end up going right back to what we were doing at first because it's like we're trying to find life in our death, if you see what I'm saying. Um, it's not about being a better person or finding better morals. It's about being a new creature through Christ like regeneration is a finished work that you can't get it from anywhere else but God and the Holy Spirit has to work on you for you to do what God you know lived his life as a new creature um you know because morally if you're messed up on the inside it's just like a car um if your transmission is just gone like you can change the bulbs in the car you can you know, change the tires, paint the car a different color, fix all the, the bumps and the scrapes on the on the outside, but the inside is is still you're not going anywhere because it's, it's broken. Like the engine's messed up. And Christ wants to fix our engine, and our engine ends up making our outside better. Like those things that we want to do, um, you don't stop sinning because you want to be a better person. When you are born again, you stop sinning because of what Christ has finished in you. And so you stop sinning. Like, 
It's not because like it, you know, it's like saying like for you to be able to move into a new house, you have to clean up your old house. That's not gonna. That's not really. You can. It's better, especially if you're renting. Like I'm renting someplace right now. If I could clean up my house before I left, that probably mean I would get closer to getting my deposit back. But you know what I'm saying? There's no. You know I can move without cleaning my house out. And it's not good not to clean your house. I'm not trying to make it a, a case for not cleaning your house, but you know what I'm saying? One doesn't have, just like you don't have to stop doing things to get saved. When you get saved, you'll stop doing things because trust and believe that Holy Spirit, like, you know, I had um, things that I was doing before, but when the Spirit starts getting on, you know what I'm saying? It'll 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 be like a gorilla just sit on your back you know matter of fact not just any gorilla like donkey kong playing the drums on the back of your head like the holy spirit gonna weigh on you because that's not what you're doing just, just think about your gps you know when you're going the wrong way and it keeps recalculating it, it and it makes like some some you know noise that lets you know hey bro we're gonna have to readjust because you you missed your turn like you know I, i've done that plenty of times while i've been ubering I don't even know how that's a verb of Ubering, but anyway, you know what I'm saying? I've been Ubering and you know what I'm saying? I've missed my turn. It'll recalculate and it'll make a loud noise. Let you know, hey, bro, that was our turn. You know what I'm saying? I recalculate, but it's just, you know what I'm saying? And so the Holy Spirit will recalculate you to where you have to go. And so having this new life, it'll make you, it'll show you where to go and how to navigate through those waters of growing in godliness. But it's just like we try to do everything on our own. But I remember that movie School for Scoundrels when uh, Billy Bob Thornton was telling the people, um, stop buying self-help books because, you know, basically you yourself is the one that got you into this problem. So how yourself going to get you out? So it, it's, it's, it's not about um, being better to get to God. We get to God and we become better through him and so it's just like we try to leave him out of that process a lot of times also we're, we're children of god when we become born again um now we think about uh the animal kingdom or you know just nature in general like you know things you know two things get together like we got a beaver right and he sees a lady beaver and she looking right like you know what i'm saying he likes the way that she eats you know chomps on wood and stuff like that and she's building beaver dams and stuff like that. He likes the way that she moves. He starts singing a song to her and everything. And so, you know, one Saturday night, you know, he look at her, she look at him. Next thing you know, they get together. Another baby beaver comes up. Now, you wouldn't expect that same scenario to come up, right? The two of them get together and an elephant will come out. Now, first of all, with that, ba uh, that lady beaver, I don't know where an elephant will be able to come out of her. But I know one thing. She can be looking at Mr. Beaver a lot different because, you know what I'm saying, for her to have to go through having another elephant come out of her, you know what I'm saying, that's going to take a lot of convincing from Mr. Beaver. So, you know, you think about humans. When two humans get together, another human comes out. And so now we're sitting up here talking about that we want to be of the spirit of God. Now, we want to be God's children, but we want to remain in our sin. That's not going to work. We have to be of the spirit to be from the spirit. You feel me? And so it's just like, if we're going to be of God, we can't be what we are now. And that's some people that live by our flesh. And so that's what being born again also helps us with. We can't just live the way that we were living before. We got to become what God wants us to be. 
And by him making that sacrifice on the cross, that's how we can become of the spirit like he is. And we see when we say um, being born of the water and of the spirit, it's not literally saying that, you know what I'm saying? We got to do some type of thing like that cartoon Avatar used to come on Nickelodeon. Like we got to be, you know what I'm saying? Born of water that way. You know what I'm saying? You got to be water benders. And, you know, there's nothing like that. Uh, Basically, what he's talking about, again, like how we just talking about the spirit, the water part um, is basically the cleansing. And the spirit part is like how we were saying about being born of our father. So we would be like him. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of these things, like, you know, when we think about Nicodemus again, it's like, you know, people nowadays in church, we still do that. Like, well, my grandma went to church and my mama went to church. So I'm basically saved off of that. No, you're still dead. It doesn't matter what your, your, your lineage did doesn't matter if your dad was a pastor and, and you didn't go if you're not if you don't have a personal relationship to yourself with God and you're not born of uh, the water and the spirit like John chapter 3 says then you're still dead you know what I'm saying you're still the old you you're not the new you yet so we have to understand that this is a very important part of the package of salvation that we actually get and if we we're born of the spirit does that mean we're going to do everything perfect like we're still gonna you know we're still in our bodies and stuff like that but you can tell when you're you know there's evidence and proof that the spirit is working in your life um will you still sin yeah that that's you know i'm saying something we're gonna have to always understand and repent and you know give grace to other people for but you know i'm saying you can tell that you're growing into something like you know i'm saying you, just like how you can see somebody growing up um, as a child, you know, physically, you can see it spiritually when somebody's growing and, and going closer to where God is. Like, you know, there's things that I used to do that I don't do anymore, but now I found new things to do. <laughs> That's wrong. But, you know what I'm saying? But the difference now is that if I do start moving again, the spirit starts telling me that you you made a wrong turn versus before there was nothing telling me that I was doing wrong like you know hey you over this girl's house at 12 o'clock at night and nothing was telling me that I need to go home now it's just like even before the conversation comes up hey you shouldn't be over here at 12 o'clock at night I ain't trying to be at nobody's house at noon man unless it's my wife you know what I'm saying because these things were you know what I thought was right because like how we see in Ephesians 2 it's the following the order of this world and I'm not trying to do that anymore like you know just like we see with Wolverine like his body doesn't send um, a request to start healing itself it just starts healing itself and this is just like with the Holy Spirit like when he sees something like hurts us like we heal like that spiritually now versus before like we were already dead to it so it wasn't no use of trying to heal it just think about if you watch that show the walking dead like the zombies don't need to heal themselves because they're dead and so it's just like you know the god will start fixing things like you know what i'm saying the things that he doesn't need for your purpose he'll start trying to get rid of them or he'll start making it real uncomfortable for you to keep doing it because you know he's invested in the the things that go on in our lives not just like a thing like oh you know because we always you know people always try to look at god as like you know they try to look at him from an angle like he's this you know 
you know, Thunderbolt holding Zeus-like guy waiting for somebody to do something wrong and cast him out, swallow him up in the earth. Or at the same time, we always want to blame him for everything that goes wrong in the world and not take responsibility for the things that we're doing. And so it's just like finding the mercies of God and, and, and regeneration really is a blessing because like real talk think about it like you know god creates this world right you know people come in we, he, he puts people in there they mess it up and he does everything he can to fix it and he makes it so the person not only he fixes the world but he also fixes the person that broke what he he had made in the first place and so seeing those mercies and grace in that, it's a blessing because a lot of times we don't look for those things. We just want, you know, things that on the outside to look, give me more money, God, or give me a better place to live or make my health come back versus just like, okay, God, this is what you gave me. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Seeing what God gave you versus like always looking what you get taken away from you because a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? Because even with me, because I've had problems with my health for a long time like you know as soon as it, and it was so bad like you know as soon as my wife and I said I do to each other like you know what I'm saying it was just a storm that hit my health and it's still going on to this day and this is like you know what I'm saying for a lot of times like man I really was upset with God for that and it's like you know why would you let this happen why is this happening and a lot of things that I saw was and, you know, I, I pray I would have a Wolverine type physical situation where everything would just be fine. But at the same time, it's just like one thing I noticed as spiritually, I got closer to God. I'm not saying this is some kind of magic formula to to get over whatever health situation that you have. And, you know, what I'm saying who, who knows, maybe mentally it's just me feeling like I feel better. But, you know, what I'm saying it's hard to feel bad when you have a strong spirit. Like, I don't care how you feel physically. And so my spirit has gotten a lot stronger, even through all these trials that I've been going through with my health and whatnot. And it's just like, what if I didn't have this? Like, where would I be? Because a lot of times I'm, I'm on dialysis still. And I will be in center. And you can see, I'm not saying this is a difference, like, oh man, because I'm a Christian, you know, I feel better. No, I was struggling too when I got in there. I was scared. I didn't know what was going on, but. I, it's hard to explain, man, but it, I felt like something was just calling me just to to trust in God. And I'm not trying to make this some kind of fairy tale. Like, you know, I was Cinderella and some magical uh, fairy godmother came down. But I started seeing the things, that, you know, of God a lot better because I was looking for him. But if I was perfectly healthy, would I be looking for those things? Like, you know what I'm saying? I would probably just be doing my thing. And you know what I'm saying? As long as, as life didn't happen to me, then everything would be cool. And then, because I had went through that thing where I was blaming God for everything that was going wrong in my life. But at the same time, I really, you know, now that I have regeneration and can see from my, from my new eyes, man, I was living selfish. A man, I was just living for me. And I really didn't have any, you know what I'm saying, idea of what I was doing wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you going out with girls and you doing what you got to do, but you think you a good guy because you holding the door open for them, knowing good and well why you holding it. You know, a lot of times, ladies, uh, side note, you know what I'm saying? Be careful when you guys are trying to hold the door open for you because it's like, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, they're looking at you in your eyes when you walk past, but they're looking at something else when they hold the door open too. But back to the topic. Yeah, I did a lot of things. Now I start seeing things from 
a more godly perspective. Now, am I perfect? No. Do I miss things? Yep. You know what I'm saying? But it's just not the same as it was before. So being born again is just like really feeling like you've been born again. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't come out crying and somebody had to slap me on the backside to make sure I was okay. And But it's just like, I'm not of me anymore. I'm not of the same person that I was before because I was a jerk before. Now I'm a jerk, but I know I'm forgiven and I'm trying not to be a jerk. I tried not to be the same jerk that I was before. So when we think about regeneration, remember, it's nothing you can do to get it. It's, it's something that God gave freely to you not something he wants to to hold over your head or something that you have to earn you know what i'm saying you work like uh towards christ like you own but you can't pay him back and it's not that's something you can earn and anybody can get it. it's freely given and if you don't have this gift of being born again it's very easy all you have to do is repent on your sins and believe that jesus christ is your savior you don't have to be a mutant you don't have to be hit with an x gene that, that that matures when you turn into a teenager all you have to do is repent and believe and all these things will come unto you i'd like to thank you for listening today um this has been uh i'm trying to come out with this content every tuesday um you know eventually me and uh ricky gonna have to do a podcast together because that brother is killing it on fridays um those devotionals are really a blessing to me like you know what i'm saying rick has been like one of my best friends for the last umpteen years like matter of fact it's the funny thing about it man you really have a, a, a good friend they make you like all of my best friends coming through rick almost and so it's just like man just being able to do a podcast with him has been a, a a really big blessing to me um if you can uh you know what i'm saying uh support the podcast um also if you uh listen through anchor you actually can uh send voice messages to me or uh ricky um, and answer questions like the question I want to issue today. Um, when was it that you knew that you were born again? Um, the question again is when was it that you knew that you were born again? Um, if you send those messages to us, we would like to have conversations with you. Um, our, our email is sons of thunder podcast 22 at gmail.com. Also, if you go through the anchor app, if you want to support the channel, um, there actually is a way to support the channel. Um, through anchor that would be really much appreciated because again we have like three thousand kids um also uh look at it you can get in contest with uh, us on instagram uh we're on twitter um we're just like trying to really just give out content we're new to this we're really just trying to put out content that actually can be a blessing we just want to have conversations with y'all man like we really want to spread christ like both of us are um basically youth leaders at our church uh, new life in hampton um if you don't have a church home that's a great place to come and visit like i love to like you know chop it up with you and talk to you in person um just regeneration man it's just you know what i'm saying i was looking at uh videos about wolverine today man it's just like man god gave me a way to spiritually have a healing factor but again this is bert on the brothers of thunder podcast look i really appreciate y'all listening i hope y'all have a blessed day Rookie.